Hello and welcome to That's Hockey Talk. Uh, myself, Nick Broder, joined next to me, our Canadian pal Gumpy is in studio and all the way down in the Bay in his brand new condo overlooking the actual Tampa Bay uh, newest member of the Buccaneers and Tom Brady's best friend, A.Q. Shipley. Alan, how are you? Good to have you back. Good to be back, man. Let's talk some hockey. Can't wait. Uh, speaking of, before we get into the actual on-ice stuff, some quick little breaking news off-ice. Big news, actually. Uh, come on, guys, quick. Let's give a round of applause to Goldberg. He's back. Goldberg's back. He's off the meth. Sean Weiss, uh, 230 days sober. Remember that viral uh, mugshot that went uh, all over the internet earlier this year? He's got new teeth. He's healthy. He's gained some weight back. And 230 days sober, that's a big deal. Good to have Goldberg back. That's, that's unbelievable. Let's go, Goldberg. I am pumped to see him because, man, he did not look good there for a minute. He was starting to wither away to nothing. Looked – he had a heck of a tan, though. I mean, an unbelievable tan. Um, but, man, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he gained some weight back. I'm glad he's got new teeth. Maybe we got a D – what What are we on? D4, D5? Is that where we're up next? Uh, they, got a, they got a new series coming to Disney+, Plus, so maybe we get a cameo from them uh, because yep. they obviously did not cast him because of said meth. And I wrote him off. I thought he was minutes away from death. He looked like a corpse, but he's back. So thank God, you know, that guy, if, if he can come back, anyone can, uh, except for the New York Islanders. I'm declaring it now. I'm declaring the New York Islanders dead, going down two games to, oh, two games to zero in the series against the Lightning. Now, having said that, I am taking the Islanders in tonight's game because I like the value at plus 135. But I just think even after that heartbreaker uh, where they were, it looked like they were a tie game, they were going to get to OT, and then with eight seconds left, Kucherov buries that dagger. The Islanders just kind of fell apart that last 30 seconds, giving up three primo chances, and then they leave Kucherov uh, all alone in front, and he floats back, buries that game winner. Uh, is this series, to you guys, has it just been all, all lightning and the Islanders just hanging on for dear life? Because that's what it seems like to me. There's been some heavy shots in there, too. Brock Nelson all banged up. Kaloran's going to miss. Uh, he's going to be suspended for game three tonight after that shot he took or he delivered to Brock Nelson. It feels like uh, it feels like it's all over for the Islanders. The sky is falling. Can they climb back into the series? I don't think so. I really don't think so. I mean, I think I think this has sweep written all over it. I mean, it, this is this is just um, as bad as it gets right now for the Islanders. As good as they looked last series, and now they're just kind of laying down. Um, let me tell you, this city's electric right now for for the bolts. Gold bolt signs everywhere. Let me uh, tell the you, newest Tampa no Bay pun Lightning intended. Fan. If you get what I, if you get what I did there, are like are the Islanders actually laying down, or can they just? I feel like they just can't score and they just can't keep up with Tampa. I, I don't know if they're necessarily playing that bad. I think it's just Tampa's just kind of shutting them down. And Vasilevsky is is a fucking brick wall back there. Tampa's too good. I mean, they got too much talent. They've, they've the depth. We, we knew that. We knew that the depth. That's incredible. The goalie's playing out of his mind. And, you know, they just got too much firepower up, up front. And, I mean, we knew that all along. If they, if they hit their stride at the right mark, and, and it looks like they have. This it, is what everybody thought they were going to do last year, right? And now it's just a year later, and they've just gotten better, got more grit. And, yeah, the Islanders are done in my mind as well. So there's something to be said for that where last year everyone thinks Tampa's going to come in steamroll. They they get swept in the first round by Columbus. And then they come out now, and it's like, okay, they, they beat columbus they get rid of that demon from last year and here they are is have they learned how to win now are they a team that's overcome that adversity uh they're doing it without stamkos who hasn't played a game in these playoffs uh braden point is 
potentially going to miss the game tonight. It sounds like he's not going to play. Uh, this would be the chance for the Islanders to climb back into the series and, and grab one here. But I just don't know if they have the talent or the depth or the speed to match the Lightning, who are seemingly doing it without their best players being their best players. Kucherov finally gets on the board the other night, but like Braden Point had been carrying them. He had five points in game one. And, and now, granted, he is a stud, but you're doing it without Stamkos. You're doing it with Kucherov, without Kucherov carrying the team. And you got Hedman chipping in from the back end. But, you know, you still got Ryan McDonough's another guy who can help kind of offset that. But they, they haven't been doing it with that, that star-studded offensive power. They've kind of been doing it from guys throughout the, bo- uh, the lineup from top to bottom. And it's just what you said earlier, man, depth. I mean, they got depth from top to bottom. And proven to be unbelievable for them this postseason. And, you know, a lot can be said for what, what, what you brought up earlier with last year with all the expectations that they had coming off the huge regular season and then just laying an egg in the playoffs. I think you learn a lot from that. I mean, I think you, you can't speak enough of how much you learn from actually going through that experience. And here we are a year later, and it looks like what they've learned – um, at least from that experience and obviously with the talent they have to maybe maybe last year was a letdown, maybe last year maybe they took the foot off the gas, maybe whatever it may have been, they clearly have learned from that and they, they look poised to kind of make a run for the Cup this year. Yeah, and I think a lot of people were looking at the Islanders as kind of a team of destiny type field this year with with how they kind of seemingly come out of nowhere and they made it to the conference finals here and Barry Trotz has got the boys all bought in, you know, Tavares leaves and and, and all the issues with the arena and their, their fan base and the undying loyal support finally got to pay off. But I think we're overlooking the fact of what Tampa has done in the past couple years, making these deep runs to the Eastern Conference Finals, showing that uh, their consistency, yeah, they can't get over the hump. They played in the finals a couple years ago and ended up losing. But here they are after last year, this dramatic turnaround. I think Tampa is actually the team of destiny this year. They're doing it without Sam Coast. Again, I think it's, I think it's Tampa's series to take. I know that's not uh, – exactly putting myself out there on a limb saying that them already being up two games but i think the way they've done it this year has been more impressive than the way they've gotten there in years past uh now let's flip the script and jump over to the other side gumpy and talk about your dallas stars being up 2-1 on vegas i don't think anyone saw this coming i think we know uh the Stars have been on an incredible run here, but I think everyone thought uh, time might run out. Their time might run out when they get it, uh, matched up with Vegas here because Vegas has, again, much like Tampa, speed, skill, and they can play that big, heavy game. Depth and finesse on every single line. They've got talent, uh, just um, spades, and they've got two solid goaltenders in, in Leonard and Flurry, and that may be where the issue is because it seems like uh, Leonard letting in those two softies last game and allowing uh, the Stars to, to get that win, it just feels like the Stars have all the momentum now. Uh, they're playing that underdog role where no one, everyone's kind of counted them out. And Gumpy, you got to be thrilled with what's going on with Dallas. I mean, you got to give Rick Bonus some credit here as the coach. I mean, every time it happened against Colorado, happened game two in Vegas, they get spanked, and it feels like, okay, like maybe the stars are coming back to earth. And then the next game, they come back and they're the same they were. And Kudobin, I was wrong. This guy has been absolutely lights out. And uh, it's still probably going to go seven. I mean, Vegas is just a wagon. Yeah, so, I mean, I think uh, just watching this series, I think we were all kind of wondering what Dallas team would show up, right? And it looks like they're they're obviously playing ready to take this thing to the cup. And it's, um, you know, whenever, whenever there's this type of, you know, 
prize sitting at the end like the Stanley Cup. I mean, it, it makes the best come out in both teams, and both teams are going to keep showing up. Leonard obviously didn't show up yesterday. I'm very curious to see what they're going to do because, you know, obviously you haven't talked about it yet, but the reports are that Leonard's getting this huge contract extension. Well, he lets up the two softies. Now, will you go back to Fleury for game – for what is it, game four now? And so – where, where are you going to go from there? Is he going to be the guy you're going to ride it out with? It's going to be interesting to see kind of where where Vegas goes with that. And I think it's an interesting move to kind of announce this move um, at this point, too. I think, it's a, I think it's a real weird time to announce that move right in the middle of the Western Conference Finals. Well, I'm glad you're mentioning it because Leonard spoke about it today. There are rumors circulating now that he's going to sign a five-year extension. We don't know the exact uh, numbers, but the rumors are it's going to be around $5 million per year, which is a very fair, probably kind of undervalue for, for him and what he could potentially earn on the open market uh, after this run. But he spoke today. He spoke to the media. He said he's annoyed it's even a topic and that he's here to win a cup and not discuss this stuff. So you can tell they didn't want this out. This this got out there, and they are not p- pleased about it. They're they're kind of pissed off about it because they already have, again we talked about it at length last time with the controversy with Alan Walsh, Flurry's agent, putting out that picture and the whole thing is DeBur- is Peter DeBoer doing Flurry wrong? Robin Leonard's this guy. Vegas is going to make this move to keep Leonard long term here, and now everyone was kind of speculating, speculating. Well, now here there's some there's a little bit of a sm- fire where we saw that smoke, and I don't think it's a bad move to keep and lock up Leonard. I think he's played. Uh, exceptional, and I think with a 930 save percentage in these playoffs, I think he's shown he can be the guy. I think you lock him up long term. Uh, again, to your point, announcing it or letting it get out in the middle of this run could be a problem because it's just more it just keeps bringing it back to the surface and they thought they had it squished and they get to the next round, they eliminate Colorado and that goalie controversy is kind of behind them. And now here we are again, now going into the next game after Leonard letting in those couple softies, do you turn to flurry and how pissed off and how professional can he be? He's been the consummate professional in the past, but now is it too much? Has it finally got to him? Will it affect him? I don't know. I don't think flowers that kind of guy. I think he'll be fine. But you look at him now looming up for uh, with the offseason looming for him. He's got one year left at, uh, I think, $7 million. He's 35. Leonard's 29. What does Vegas do here moving forward? Do they, do they bite that uh, big number for to pay a backup $7 million? Is Flurry going to stomach that? To, or is he going to force himself out or one out? Can they move that contract or do they have to buy him out? If that's the case, if he gets bought out, I would not be shocked at all. We said it last time. Wouldn't be surprised to see him return to Pittsburgh. I think Rutherford will make that call and be pretty aggressive going after him. We know they're shopping Matt Murray. There's reports of that they've already got a potential deal in place with Toronto. Uh, Edmonton apparently was interested but they don't want to give up a first for Murray. So we know that's potentially the asking price. So uh, a lot of interesting situations to be doled out there in NHL free agency, which we now know, which was broke news was broke today. That's going to happen on Friday, October 9th. Uh, That of course usually happens in July because of, COVID and everything that's gone on with the sort the season and the bubbles uh, that's gonna be pushed back to October 9th and the draft is going to be held on October 6th and that's a Tuesday so uh, it's gonna be done all virtually of course so a lot of changes coming to this NHL offseason again we're not out of it yet the Knights I think like you said Gumpy I think this is gonna be a long series I think they're gonna stick with Leonard uh, I wouldn't hate it if they turned to Flurry, but I think DeBoer has kind of made his bed and he's going to lie in it. I think he's going to go down with Leonard if they go down, but I think it's going to go seven. I still have faith in the Knights to pull this off, uh, and I think you're going to see a Knights-Tampa Bay Lightning final, which would be electric in my opinion. But the Stars, I mean, if the Stars get there, it's not going to be for lack of excitement. They are they can bring it on on both ends as well, offensively and defensively. Mira Heiskanen. 
lighting it up from the back end for the Stars in these plays. I think he's got 22 points. And uh, Jamie Alexiak getting that breakaway goal the other night. Big rig coming out of nowhere. The big man putting up offensive numbers this this playoff run. It's been fun to see. It's been fun to watch Dallas do it from both ends of the ice. Yeah, it's been impressive. There's no question. We can thank Tom Wilson for Jamie Alexiak's resurgence. I mean, he really, I mean, he he went in the tank and then boom, he flew back to earth with with the Dallas Stars. He's playing out of his mind. Their, Their defense has been incredible. The goalie's playing incredible. It's been an exciting, exciting, exciting team to watch. No question about it. I agree with you. I got Vegas coming back in this. Sorry, Gumpy. I, I know I know that's your squad, but I got Vegas coming back. I just think they got too much power up front, too much depth again. And, you know, I think they're gonna they're gonna find a way to come through with this, but um I, I agree with Nick. I think this is going to go seven as well. So you and I are on Vegas and Tampa. Gumpy, you're going Dallas and Tampa. You're also saying the Islanders are dead? Yep, stars in seven, lightning sweep. All right, there you have it. Uh, we'll be back with another episode next week. We're going to keep this one short. Zeke's got to get in here and do some testing in the studio. Uh, we got to talk to AQ off air and figure out the schedule. I know we missed last week, but, hey, things are a little hectic right now. You're moving all over the goddamn country. Good luck to you. This weekend, going into New Orleans, that place uh, is always crazy to play, and no fans will be interested to see what the atmosphere is like. And uh, excited to hear and re- you have you report back what uh, what that feeling is like playing in a professional football uh, venue with no fans. So we'll be back next week. We'll talk about uh, how the games go this weekend and if the Islanders can dig out of this hole and, and keep themselves alive in this series. And we'll see if Vegas gets back on track or if it's the Stars uh, taking it all the way to the finals. Uh, thanks for rocking with us. Check us a couple clips out on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash the Pat McAfee Show. Follow us on Twitter at That's Hockey Talk. Uh, we'll be posting clips from all the games and highlights, fights, goals, big hits, anything that happens. Uh, appreciate you guys for rocking with us. Thank you as always. Cheers. That's how you talk.